This episode of the podcast is brought to you by my new dating course, Dating in the Wild, The Adult Man Method. Click the link down in the description to grab the entire system that helped me go from dating zero to dating hero in my own life as a man. You can also download my free ebook, The Quick Start Guide to Improving Your Dating Life for Men. And while you're at it, you can book a free 15-minute discovery call with me to see if you may be an ideal candidate for my one-on-one alpha transformation dating coaching program for men. Find links to all of these resources and more down in the description. As I always say, life is too short for a dating life that sucks. Let's get you started on the path to transforming it today. All right, now it's time for today's episode. Hello, gentlemen, Joshua Segafis here. This might be an interesting thing to talk about. You might be asking yourself, Josh, what does this have to do with um, with dating? What does men crying have to do with dating? Should men cry? You know, does it matter? Like, Josh, why are you talking about this? Okay, listen, I was watching a video yesterday and I'm not gonna drop any names. It was a video where someone was debating someone who is in the manosphere. And there's this crazy conversation about how men should repress their feelings and men shouldn't cry and all this. Uh, how when men cry, it's unattractive to women because like vulnerability is basically unattractive to women and all this stuff, right? So there's these, <laughs> there are these things that go around and this is, this is so, there is so much nonsense. And I am fed up with people saying nonsensical things and then framing it as good advice for men. And uh, to be honest, it, it made me frustrated because the ignorance that some of these men in the manosphere display is just ridiculous. I'm not in the manosphere, but I, I have come up uh, in my life consuming some content there. And to be honest, I've unfollowed the vast majority of manosphere content creators because they are so off base and they have no, no visceral perception of reality. Uh, they're like angry boys who failed with women when they were young and got bitter about it and now they perpetuate that bitterness and they carry it into their, if they do get women, then they carry it into their relationships with those women and they perpetuate the problems. This is my overarching view of what the manosphere is full of, okay? It's full of a bunch of boys who never grew up to be men and they perpetuate this and continue it on into their relationships. So, you know, I want to clear this up once and for all. Is it attractive for men to cry? Should men cry? Is it weak for men to cry? What's the alpha thing? What's the masculine thing? Let's talk about what being alpha really means for a minute. Being alpha means to be proactive, to take initiative in life, to be intentional, to be purpose-driven, and to always seek to be the best man in the room. When I say best, I mean highest value. What does that mean? It means the man who accomplishes best the core masculine evolutionary mandate, which is to generate resources and solve problems to provide safety and security so that the tribe can survive and thrive. Listen, these boys out here, these boys who are propagating all this nonsense about like, like how men should never cry, men should never be in touch with their emotions, women will see them as weak. This all stems from the mindset of men, of boys who think that they can go through life just calling all their own shots, dictating all their own terms, isolating themselves from the collective of humanity and making money, having a good life, buying cars, you know, getting big houses, getting all these women as a means of actually achieving female validation and achieving some kind of like success on their own merits 
And it is missing a huge part of what it means to be a man, which is to interface with the collective of humanity to move the species forward in a meaningful way. Now, a lot of people may disagree with me about that. Okay, fine. Uh, but the truth of the matter, and I'm telling you that this is the truth, because if you look at the most successful men all throughout history, you will see this evident. And when I say successful, I mean across all nine of the vital life domains, right? And let me just refresh what this means, the nine vital life domains. I'm gonna bring up a list of these. Uh, the nine vital life domains are basically the nine areas of life we want to be accomplishing things in, succeeding in. If we only succeed at one or two of these dimensions, we are not fully contributing to the experience of the rest of humanity. We're not fully embracing what it means to be a successful human male on planet Earth, okay? Mindset, embracing the alpha mentality. Number two, minding your business, basically being responsible. Number three, getting your money. Gotta be getting money, getting resources. Number four, pursuing your purpose in life, a deeper purpose that's bigger than you. Uh, number five, level up my body spirit. Constantly be bettering yourself. And this is key, not only in your strength and fitness, but in your mental education, your mental capacity, right? Your knowledge and your wisdom, and then spiritually. And to be honest, this ties into assimilating with the human collective in a meaningful way partly is what that means right and it means developing a better relationship with yourself it also means learning to interface with women in a healthy productive way that lifts women up and empowers them to be better uh, when I say better to have a better life right it would, just like women can help us to have a better life we can help women to have a better life as men number six embark on your hero's arc go on an adventure in life don't sit in the comfort zone number seven Find an intimate partner, i.e. master your dating life, which is really what my channel is focused on helping men to do. But in order to do that, you have to be, you have to understand how to win in all of these things. These are all important facets of life. Number eight, build your tribe. Master your relationship with your intimate partner, develop your leadership abilities, build a family, build a circle, build a tribe, and invest in your community in a meaningful way. And then number nine, create a lasting legacy of greatness in the world. This is the basis for what it means to be a successful man. A lot of these, a lot, you know what? A lot of people in the manosphere, a lot of people online, they have succeeded at like two or three of these things and they call themselves successful holistic men. They've maybe made some money, maybe they're fit. Those tend to be the things you see the most, men who are fit and men who have money because they will attract a certain number of women. But these types of men also, if you dig a little bit deeper, their relationship lives are a wreck. By the vast, by and large as a whole, they're detested by women. And you might say, well, feminist women detest them because they're speaking out against feminism. The only man who's gonna really speak out against feminism is a man who doesn't understand that men should empower women. And I don't mean pedestalize them. Right? This whole anti-feminism stuff, like there are some there are some toxic traits. There are some toxic things that go on where women become anti-men. But this is not the tr the typical female experience. The typical female experience is that women kind of want to have good relationships with men. And the typical male experience is that they kind of want to have good relationships with women, and this is a good desire, okay? So it's not always like it's not always a war. It's only a war with people who make it a war, okay? Now, there's a lot of these guys, you've gotta look at their lives, you've gotta look at what they're doing, you've gotta look at like the actual fruits of their labor, and you've got to understand 
that there's a lot of guys who talk a lot of nonsense and you, you've got to really be careful. You've got to really look at their whole message and you have to understand that if they're not preaching a holistic message based on bettering men from a holistic, natural, evolutionary sense, and then empowering those men to lift up the tribes, their communities, right, to make the world a better place, and that includes lifting up women, it's a no-go. It is a no-go. And in this crying business, I'm gonna put it to rest once and for all. Now, we have this framework of the nine vital life domains. We understand the purpose of man, to generate resources, solve problems, to provide safety and security so that the tribe can survive and thrive. Now let's think about crying and vulnerability through the lens of that. What have women evolved to look for? Men who are best equipped, who are taking action to accomplish this core masculine evolutionary mandate. And then we can extrapolate from that a lot of things. This is where we extrapolate our definition of masculine frame and where we extrapolate the nine vital life domains because the truth is that living as a successful man will also empower you to be living as an attractive man if it's in a broad range of things and you're focusing on all the right things. So where does crying and being vulnerable fit into this? Listen. If you're a man who cries all the time, and he cries all the time when his feelings get hurt and he's just a whiny baby, then what's gonna happen is women are gonna see you as less attractive and you're gonna be less effective as a man, right? If you cry and you run from danger and you, your feelings are always hurt and you have no toughness, you have no emotional toughness, no psychological toughness, right? You're not facing challenges and accomplishing things and seizing opportunities and you're not creating a better world for yourself and your family, Guess what? This is not masculine. And women are, they, women are repulsed by this kind of behavior. It's ineffective. It is not formidable. It is not competent. It does not radiate competence. Whereas a man who represses all that, right? If a man feels sad, if he feels like crying, if he feels emotional, but he represses it, this does damage to him. This is not debatable. I've heard people say that this is not true. Men should kind of repress all these feelings. This is not true. You're going to have feelings. You're going to be sad. You're going to cry. If you try to repress that, it's going to stifle your ability to be a compassionate and empathetic leader as you move forward. And this is not attractive to women and for good reason, because it is destructive to yourself and everyone else. Take it from me. Take it from someone who has done this. I used to repress my feelings because I thought it was more masculine. And guess what? It made me into a person that was not good to be around. It caused me a lot of emotional problems. It caused me a lot of psychological problems. And it made me a bad fit for women. It made me a bad investment for women because they were buying into a man who was fundamentally broken because he didn't know how to process his feelings correctly. This is a responsibility we have to interface with our feelings and to process them so that we are always at 100% capability. Therefore, it is masculine to cry, to be emotional, to let yourself feel those things, to process those things and to work on those things. If that means going to therapy, if that means talking to friends, if that means venting, okay. This is not a problem. The magic line is this. It only becomes a problem when you make it her problem. I've seen a lot of interviews of like really beta men who say things like, oh, she's my strength. She's my shoulder to cry on. Like she's the one who just supports me emotionally. 
This is not, this is the other side of it. That is not masculine. We as men should always be the shoulder for the women to cry on. We should always be fully ready, have ourselves all lined out so that we can be there for her. We're the leader. We can vent to our women. Okay, my girlfriend. My girlfriend has only maybe seen me cry maybe twice. We've been together for a year and a half now. And they're both very minor, like a couple tears because something very emotional happened. Uh, but I wasn't like, oh, oh, I need you to support me. It was me as a man sitting in my kingdom, sitting on the throne of my empire, wrestling with my own humanity, wrestling with my own journey. And she just happened to be there. And my attitude toward her is like, listen, I'm fine. I'm just processing my emotions. Thank you for sitting with me and for being with me in this moment. Like, I appreciate it. Um, you know, I value you. Thank you. You're doing a really good job. Even when I'm sad, I'm comforting her, right? That is my role. Why is this my role? Because it is the core evolutionary mandate to generate resources, solve problems, and provide safety and security so that the tribe can survive and thrive. I must provide emotional security and safety for her as a man. If I dump all my nonsense onto her, or make her like have to make me feel better or whatever, guess what? This is me shirking the responsibilities of leadership. It's not her job. Maybe I pay someone to do that. That's why I go to a life coach or that's why I go to a therapist, right? Maybe we do need to outsource some of these things. But speaking very specifically about your partner, you shouldn't put your emotional baggage on your partner. They are not your therapist, they're your partner. Should you be open to them and vulnerable? Yes, okay? This is not rocket science. I'll sit with my girlfriend and she'll be like, is there, some, is there something on your mind? And I'll be like, yeah, there's something on my mind. And I'll tell her about it. I'm telling her about it to, to help me process it, but not because I need her to make me okay. I'm fine. If she were to break down immediately and then have an issue of her own, guess what? I can easily put myself on hold and be there for her because that's actually ultimately my responsibility. So we got to set the record straight on this. Do not repress your feelings as men. Get in touch with your emotions. Cry. Wrestle with your humanity. God knows it is not easy to be a man or a human in this world. It's characterized by danger and disaster and chaos most of the time. But I am so sick of this nonsense going around online, telling men to repress their feelings, telling men that it's not masculine to cry, telling men not to be vulnerable with the women in their lives because all women, if they sense any vulnerability, they'll just think you're weak. Women will think you're weak if you are weak. If you act weak, they will think you are weak. Processing feelings and being vulnerable is only associated with weakness if you are weak. A lot of these boys who propagate this are weak emotionally because they've never gone through the motions to strengthen themselves in their feelings. They've never actually gotten to the place where they can be vulnerable and strong at the same time. A lot of these boys don't know what they're talking about. A lot of these boys have never been married and raised a family. A lot of these boys, even though they did, their wife left them because they screwed it up and because they're, they, and instead of fixing themselves, they focused on blaming women for the problems and being bitter about it. This is not masculine. Do not fall into this trap that so many of these men fall into. 
I am afraid that there's a generation of men growing up right now listening to these clowns who are being indoctrinated with this anger toward women that is not masculine, it is not alpha, and it is not healthy or cool. And so I just want to encourage you today, if you want to cry, if you need to process your feelings, if you want to be vulnerable with your partner, do it, do it. But don't, uh, don't obviously don't be a weak man, be strong, be there for her, but also let her be there for you, right? In a, in a rational, healthy human way. It's not rocket science, but people get so screwed up about it. And then they, they say things that are not true and blah, blah, blah. So I just want to encourage you. Don't repress your feelings, man. I know from experience that that is not the right way to go. And may, I may seem a little angry right now about this. I may be, I may be uh, giving off the vibe that I'm like angry about this. I may, I'm really getting into this. I know I'm getting emotionally invested into this and I am emotionally invested into this because I see like if a man wants to live this way, fine. Make a wreck of your life because that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna have a wreck of a life. You're never gonna have a meaningful long-term relationship with a woman if you can't do emotional maintenance on yourself. You will never do it. I know this to be true. I know this because I've been there. Okay, fine. You have the freedom to do that. I'm not gonna judge you, but don't go out here telling young men to act the same way. Don't do it. It's wrong. It's wrong and it's evil. Why is it evil? Because where do we get our definition for good and evil? Good is what helps humanity move forward in a positive way. Evil is anything that gets in the way of that. And when I say help humans move forward in a positive way, I mean trying to make life better for all of us and to help create initiatives that will help to do so in the future as well. To try to reduce some of the suffering, to try to give people a better life, to try to help people find solutions and hope. These are good things. Don't spread this evil nonsense. Anger toward women, repressing your emotions as men. You know, angry at feminism, all this stuff. Trust me, there's, there's a place, there's some toxic places in, femi in feminist, in the feminist uh, mentality. There are some toxic things that goes on. Make no mistake about it. But, as, but they don't have a monopoly on that. There's a lot of toxicity that goes on with men too. So let's just stop the nonsense and be careful of these people. Be careful of some of these manosphere clowns. They are clowns and fools. Be very careful listening to some of this nonsense because what I'm talking about, I'm really, I am very burdened with the responsibility of finding out how men can live long-term, holistic, healthy lives with women that keep getting better, that provide a great life and relationship. Because dating is just one part of it. Once you get together with a woman, you start a family and you begin tribe building. A lot of these men don't seem to understand this. I don't know if it's because they've never been through it. I don't know if it's because they don't care enough. I don't know if it's because they lack empathy. I don't know if it's because they're ignorant or because they're just trying to sell books. I don't know. I have not really spoken to them personally. I just see them on online, on podcasts, whatever, I hear them. And I've gotten to the point where I've stopped listening because it's, it's so, there's so much foolishness. Instead, I'm gonna listen to people who are gonna talk about how to have healthy, productive relationships with women 
without repressing their feelings. And so, yeah, if I seem a little mad about this, I am a little mad about this. It angers me. It angers me that young men don't have better masculine role models or helping them to understand how to interface with women properly. This angers me. So that's what this video is about. And I wanted to express this because I think it's very important. And I've had enough of sitting on the sidelines, not speaking up about this clown nonsense that is propagated online in these, in these male-centric communities. I've had enough of it. It's, it's time. It's time to start speaking up about it. So anyway, there you go. There's my rant for the day. Uh, I hope that <laughs> I hope that I wasn't too hard on you. Um, listen, it is a glorious time to be a man. If you need to cry, God, cry and take care of yourself. You got to take care of yourself emotionally, just like you got to take care of yourself physically to get through this life. Okay? Doesn't make you weak. That's a different thing. Being weak is being weak. Don't be weak. Crying does not make you weak. Going to therapy does not make you weak. Taking care of yourself does not make you weak. So, please do those things. Take care of yourself, okay? <laughs> I care about all of you out here. I want you all to be winners, and you can be winners. I I believe it 100%. All right, that's all I got to say about this one. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafis signing off.